Hello, hi, and welcome to the Houstonish Podcast, your weekly dose of Houston history, news and events, and sometimes guests. We're all about Houston. This is episode 52, and we thank you for joining us today as we sit down with that boy T to chop it up about his life, this fine city of ours, and what it really means to live life in the slow lane. In the slow lane. Stay tuned. We'll be back after 30 seconds from our sponsor. What up, y'all? I'm Natalie. I'm Luce. And we are sitting across from a man who needs no introduction to his 48,000 Instagram followers. Damn. Rapper, performer. Produ- are you producing music too? Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. maybe future producer. Uh, uh, Houstonian. <laughs> as everything, Nat. Jeez. <laughs> Houstonian and friend, Tony, a.k.a. That Boy T. Thank you for being here. What up? up? I appreciate y'all having me first and (laughs) foremost. And uh, like I said, it's a dope, dope little setup y'all got. Thank you. Happy to be here. Appreciate it. We are happy to have you. You are a busy, busy dude, man. Every time I'm turning around, you're like out of town, you're performing somewhere, you got people like all up in your uh, comments and stuff. So congrats, dude. Congrats to you. Already. I appreciate it. Appreciate it. Trying. (laughs) <laughs> the dogs are saying hello too. Yeah. <laughs> they know what's up. Yeah, the were, in the building. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> isn't that crazy? Yeah. Like they were ready. Like they were quiet this whole fucking time. And the minute we start, they're like, Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> let me get in that hey, recording. They're trying to get their clout too. Everybody need it. <laughs> I know that's right. Mm-hmm. And we'll be right back. <laughs> Hi, Chihuahua. You said you're... Oh, see, I was going to call you Mr. T. <laughs> That's cool. <laughs> I, was like, cool. I was like, thank you, Mr. T, for being with you today. But, you know, that's not really exactly it. But um, one of the things that I wanted to talk about is how you got your name. Okay. So, so I did you get your name, but it's not Mr. T. No. So that you're... Boy, that boy T. That boy T. Yeah. So how did you come about with that name? I mean, it's just short for Tony, which is my, my name. Everybody else calls me. So, I mean... There would be a lot of people who call me just T. Yeah. Or they'd be like, if they'd be explaining something about me, but you know that boy T, you know whatever. So yeah, um, I just kind of stuck with it. Yeah. That's it. None, none Nothing crazy. crazy. Yeah. Like I was walking down the street, yeah. and this guy is like, "There goes yeah. that boy." Yeah. <laughs> T. Yeah. <laughs> something like that. Yeah. Did you? Have, so you never had like any other like nicknames or anything like that. I mean, I've had a couple of different names, you know what I mean? And then I also go by the Screwed Up Essay. You know, oh, which, shit. So that's, a, that's a story, you know, there's actually a story behind that. Oh, one, tell so. us about that. So um, I actually got that name from uh, DJ Screw's brother, Al D. Oh. Um, for, that was like a period in time when we we're like every day, you know, chilling, recording. Uh, he was working on his album. I was, you know, there with him, too. And... Uh, he, he kept calling me, you know, well, everybody called me the essay because, like, when I grew up, when I went to, like, middle school and stuff like that, it was like I hung around a lot of black people and stuff. So they would always, like, you know, be like, oh, well, you know, the essay, oh, what's up, mm-hmm. the essay, or, you know, something like that. So um, Al D, um, when he would, like, tell people about my music when I first started, you know, putting out music. He'd be like, yo, uh, y'all need to check out my little essay. Y'all need to check out my little essay. He'd mm-hmm. always tell people that. So, uh then he said, "Man, uh, man, you the screwed up essay, you, just, mm. you know, because I would I would rap, you know, real hard, and you know, plus I was there all the time, you know what I mean? I'd be at the shop with Bub and all them, so um, I just kind of I roll with it, you know what I'm saying? Like he he stabbed me with that name, the screwed up essay. So all right, I'm gonna take it and roll with it. So that's what I did, and now it's like, it, you know, it's everywhere now, you know yeah. what I mean? Like everybody, a lot of people rep 
and I don't know, it just turned into like a whole new culture, you know, yeah. for the whole screw movement. Yeah. Yeah. I see you repping it on your chain right there. Oh, yeah. You know, I got it on the chain, <laughs> the, shirts, the shirts. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah hey, shirts. yeah. Thanks for the shirts, man. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Came in here with some swag, with some yeah. shirts, with some CDs. Hey, them screwed up essay shirts. I, I can't keep them in stock. Like, they gone. And they're badass. If I'm on the road, they buy them all up. And they, they the whole family buys them. Yeah. From the dad to the little kids. Like, it's love, you know, the, the support I get. It's, it's Everybody be jealous because I have one now. <laughs> <laughs> jealous. <Yeah>. Jealous. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I was just thinking about um, how nice it is to have somebody give you a nickname that is actually something that you want to keep because I can't think of a single one that I've ever had that I like. <laughs> I tried to give her loose the juice, but she don't want that one. That's yeah. disgusting, <laughs> man. Loose the juice. Like, that just sounds gross. <laughs> if you're, it depends on what kind of juice you're thinking. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> I, honestly it don't really sound gross it sounds like like you're like a bodybuilder oh like, i didn't even think about that like, you know, and you're trying chill. to work out juice. Uh-huh. You know, like juice. Like, watch yeah, out she's right. ravenous <laughs> she's ravenous for the, for those uh what do you call them steroids oh ravenous yeah. for roids ravenous for roids <laughs> she's ravenous for roids yeah. watch out for loose the juice <laughs> I love it. We could totally brand it. Well, go. IG everything, girl. IG everything. Yeah, yeah. Let's I'm gonna get. It. I'm gonna get an IG with like an orange juice. Is that is that going the wrong way? Anyone with yeah, a sponsorship? Sponsorship. Yeah, yeah. Or like a cup that's in the shape of uh, like uh, somebody flexing. Oh yeah, yeah. But yeah. instead, you fill it with orange juice. Dude, and then we'll take you that picture outside of Minute Maid. Oh, the juice box. The juice box. Yes. Oh, I already have a sponsorship with Astro thinking in my head, right? Because <laughs> I'm like, loose the juice, right? Yeah. And it's Minute Maid. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Made by Minute Maid. Loose the juice. There you go. Man. There you go. Damn. And this all happened when we talked about Screwed Up Essay. Yeah. You see? You see the connecting of the dots? There you go. Oh, my God. You just started a whole thing. Yeah, we're going to brand it, everything. Loose yes. juice. Yeah. You're going to have a refrigerator. I'm going to have a refrigerator. Right face on there, Dang. filled up with juice. And every guest that comes in, they're going to get... You want some juice? Right here, ice cold. You want... You uh, see, but see, this is where I feel like it starts to get gross. You want some of my juice? <laughs> uh, you see what I'm saying? That's where... I got to make sure I don't say that. You want some of my juice? <laughs> it's right there in that fridge. Keep it on stock. Oh, my goodness you uh, see yeah. he's smart we got a smart man in the studio that's what i'm saying he, he's doing yeah. all the branding yeah. do you do you also manage people because i think you should be a manager no, just myself oh that's it which is i think a lot of work in yeah, itself yeah oh. i really need a full team but hey if you need a marketing person i already in my head branded up myself with men and maid and it only <laughs> took like fast that was yeah. i mean that took like what 30 seconds yeah. Somebody that's listening right now, I want you to start drawing my face mm-hmm. on a juice box. Yeah. Lose the juice. I'm sorry. I was gonna, now she likes hit it. Willow. Hit up Willow. Yeah, shout, shout out to Willow. Shout I was looking at your CD cover and yeah. I loved it. Yeah, that's Loved Willow. it. You wrecked it. It was amazing. Yeah, awesome. Um, hey, I wanted to bring up, you brought up middle school. So did you start off like back then with, I don't know, writing or poetry or no, rapping or how did that? Just freestyling. Yeah. You know, we would freestyle just like on the bus or during lunch or, you know, whatever. But it's because we were listening to the screw tapes. Like this was when screw was like barely coming out with the cassettes, like mm-hmm. the gray tapes. And and we would go to the screw shop on Cullen and go buy them. And then we'd go hop on the bus and, yo, I got this one, you know, and homie would have the other one. And we would listen to them on the little Walkmans and, and they, they were freestyling on the tape. So we would just do the same thing. Just freestyle on the bus, freestyle at school during lunch. Um, 
and that's kind of where it started, you know, just kind of freestyling and like trying to do what they was doing on the screw tapes, you know. Nice, nice. What were you uh, jamming? Everything. <laughs> because DJ Screw really like put me on a lot of music because listening to those tapes, it took me out of Houston and, and he played a lot of like, if you're listening to the screw tapes, you'll hear a lot of Tupac, a lot of Biggie, a lot of Bone Thugs, 8-Ball, MJG, um, Too Short, E-40, like a lot of West Coast, East Coast, and, you know, in between. But a lot of the songs I would hear him for the first time on the screw tapes. I would hear him screw before I even hear him regular. Like, mm. sometimes he'd have them and he'd put them on the screw tapes. And then, like, later on, I'd hear him on the radio, like, 97.9 or whatever would play, like, the regular version. And then but, would it sound weird to you? Yeah, it would right? sound weird. Like, <laughs> like man, I can't, Yeah, I can't listen to it <laughs> like that. So, um, I guess, yeah, that's pretty much where it all came from, you know, just, like, listening to the tapes and doing the freestyles and then really like um once it started like in, move, going into high school i say is when i really started like getting into studio like actual studio and writing raps and getting in there and trying to make you know tracks and stuff like that so i did that until i could really get the hang of it and then once i got the hang of it i went and did the same thing like i just went i went to um at the Apple store and I bought a Mac tower, like a big ass Mac tower. And then I went to guitar center and I bought all the recording equipment. So I just set it all up in my house and I, I figured out how to work it on. And I just started recording myself. And then I put together my first mixtape. So, oh, nice. Yeah. What, uh, what year was that? Yeah. That was 07, 06, 07, maybe. Yeah. Dang. Yeah. You've been in it for a little while then. Yeah. Tight. Yeah. I don't think I could ever do that. What, invest in yourself, jump up, and buy oh, the stuff you need, and uh, get it done? I mean, A to Z, man. Right I'm here. looking right at it. That's girl. true. I don't you know. It. it just sounds weird. You did it. Yeah. See? He's a, he also inspires you. You see how he yeah, built yeah. me up? He built me up like in two seconds. You yeah, see what I'm saying? saying? That's exactly yeah. I mean, this is, it's not rap. You're not rapping, but it's the same thing. Oh, I can rap, sir. Oh, my bad. My bad. <laughs> Okay. I, 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 didn't say, I never said you couldn't. I, I just, mean, you, know. you saw how quick she went. Yeah. She was like, "Woo!" My pets think I'm the greatest. <laughs> I'm like, uh, who's gonna have some dinner tonight? Hurley, uh, Stella, uh, uh, mm. yeah, gonna get some kibble. Mm. Oh yeah, that's about as far as it goes. I'm gonna drop a beat behind that. Drop a beat. Drop a beat. At the store. Yeah. Getting some food. <laughs> Old lady keeps looking at me. Stop looking at me, old lady. And then just keep repeating that. Yeah, yeah. Stop looking at me, old lady. Stop yeah. looking at me, old lady. I mean, that's really all it is. Like, just <laughs> rapping what you're seeing and what you're feeling and what you're experiencing. And then you got to slow it down, right? Because if it's crude, you got to slow it down. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> See, I always tell Nat I'm not the... I'm like the nerd between the two of us. Yeah. Like, not just nerd, because Nat's really smart. She's a nerd, too, in that sense. But, like, nerd, like, I don't know any of that stuff. I'm like, what'd you say? <laughs> Like, she's like, what did you, uh, like, whenever I was telling her, I was like, so well, how do you say his name? She's like, that boy T. I was like, yeah. that boy T? Yeah, yeah. She's like, she's oh, like, God. Boy? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. You got it, girl. You got it. I got it. We good. We good. I, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Yeah. yeah. I think, like, if we were at the same middle school, I would have probably been like, oh, my God. <laughs> I'm going to stay over here. <laughs> they're, like they're freestyling over they're there. They're freestyling <laughs> over there. What is happening? Yeah. They're, they're reciting some kind of like really crazy poetry <laughs> over there, man. Like, I got to watch out. Yeah. Uh, do you uh, do you nerd out? 
Sometimes, yeah. yeah. So, like, um, are you gonna go see the Avengers, the the re-release? Oh, yeah, no, definitely. The I'm, re-release I'm about to go see Spider-Man. Oh, oh. high five, oh. high five. <laughs> that's a nerd in me. I had to high five him. That's such a nerd in me. I was like, high five. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna it go see. Out, like this week. I'm gonna go see you today. Yeah. I'm gonna ah. see. You. Is yeah. it today? It comes out today. I don't know, but my husband know, got tickets, yeah, and I was like, "That's why I love you." I'm so excited. Yep, nice, nice. How many times did you watch Avengers? I watched it once. I ain't gonna like new one, the latest one. Yeah, I just, I don't. I, it was a long movie, and I yeah, just, it kind of does take a chunk out of your movies, life. So yeah, now I'm, I, I try to make time for them. Yeah, I can't imagine that actually. If you're like in the studio, you're doing shows, you know, you're. It, I mean, it's your life, right? Yeah. And they're like, I'm gonna take a little three hour break yeah, to watch exactly. this movie. A quick three hours. Yeah, Dang, so, yeah, I didn't hard. even think about that. That just seems like yeah. Wow, you really. I mean, the Avengers. You got to give it up to the Avengers. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, something like that, you can't pass on that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. they're re-releasing it with the new, um, with new the scenes. Extra scenes. Yeah, the extra scenes and then the extra end credit scene yeah, and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, I've seen that. I was, I was talking to my husband about it. I was saying, uh, it's kind of reminds me of, that's like the DVD extras or yeah. something, you know? Oh, yeah, so yeah, now yeah, that they don't yeah. have DVD, they're not making DVDs oh, yeah, anymore. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Only Blu-ray. <laughs> Yeah, oh, DVDs yeah. are like everything's gonna be digital. Yeah, mm, download so the, the movie, download the album. Mm-hmm. All that. How's that working for you? Like, because uh, you went through the change, then yeah, right? Like, yeah. you were making actual um, mm-hmm. physical copies of stuff. Now it's all yeah. digital. I mean, I still do, but I mean, it ain't like before where you try to oh, you got to get them in every store and you trying to right, them, you know, yeah. Like so those, I mean, I just like if you get a shirt or whatever, I'll throw you a CD. There's people that still want the CD. They want to hold it. They want to look at that's it. Me right yeah. there, that's yeah, me right there. Yeah. Like, yeah, you brought me back when you gave me the CD. I was like, like yeah. it just like transported me. Like yeah, I felt so. like I was at Sam Goody again. I was like, hell yeah. yeah. And, and they'll be like, look, and I downloaded it too. They'll show me on their phone. So yeah. it's like, you know. It's on my phone screen. Yeah, but I actually, yeah, we, I, like I said, we started with the tapes. Uh-huh. I just found some tapes the other day. I was like digging around in some old boxes and they have like old freestyles from like middle school like actual cassettes so i'm gonna try to like somehow digitize them and you know put them out drop them on you know somewhere but you know those and then it transformed to the cd so when i bought that tower and i started recording myself then i would just i buy a whole bunch of blank cds and i burn one cd at a time and then i just i'd write my name the name of the mixtape and my info and then i just go start putting them out everywhere did you ever have issues like for example like us like well me specifically because we're in my house so there's always like the cat the dog i was just thinking about that rap sorry (laughs) and like all this other stuff that noise like were you ever recording you're like ma or like whomever you know like dude it it would be dogs outside barking or somebody start cutting the grass oh yeah just basic like neighbors (laughs) i was making money right now you had to go cut your grass no but the funniest one was ice cream man passed by so I turned the mic up all the way and I recorded it. That's and awesome. I ended up like throwing it in the trash. Hell yeah. But uh, yeah, it's just, you know, basic outside noises that you would hear throughout the day or whatever. But, oh, you know, man, then I, I, then I ended up getting like soundproof stuff. Yeah. And, you know, trying to get, you know, a little bit better sound and then. And that's the come up right there. Yeah. Right? Like all this like, stuff. We need to like, move out of the closet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'm recording right now live from yeah. my bedroom closet. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, I mean, shit, you got to start somewhere. Uh, I look at you now. Yeah. <laughs> look now at like, you now. I'm in LA and Mexico City and recording in these like million dollar studios yeah. that like Michael Jackson and people have recorded oh my in. God. It's like crazy wow. to see where I started, you know, and then up until now, like. Uh, studios with like basketball court full basketball courts in them and, 
crazy. Like <laughs> we gotta you, step up our game now. Where is our court? Like, that shit blew my mind the first time I seen it. Like you, you're in the room where you know the engineering and stuff is going on, and you walk out the door right there, and it's a full basketball court, and you walk across the court to go into the booth to record. What the hell? Wow. Yeah. You know what? I, all I'm thinking right now is they must have some amazing editing skills because I just think about that <laughs> basketball in the back, I'm like. Doom. <laughs> oh, like, no, the soundproof there, everything, everything was double doors, yeah. like full soundproof, like a full, like there could be a full game going on outside. Which they're probably, I think crap. we played the game while some, while the next session went on or something. Oh, I need to. But, okay, uh, my living room. You gave me another idea. Yeah. Okay, Mr. T gave me another idea. Basketball court in the living room. Yeah, there you go. That's what I'm saying. There Forget the living room. You got the high ceilings. I do have the high ceiling. Yeah, put a goal right yeah. there. Yeah. These, these crazy uh, suburban homes with the. Um, <laughs> with like all this space, I could definitely have some kind of basketball. I could change it up though. Wow. I could have a soccer field. Football. 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 I do sometimes. I throw it in there. Now, I, I I've never done like a full song in Spanish. But I throw Spanish in my raps. Yeah. Damn. See, that's what it's about. Yeah. <laughs> how do you say? Um, uh, what was my nickname that you gave me? Loose the juice. Uh huh. I want. How do you say it in Spanish? Oh, that sounds gross. Loose and Hugo. Hugo loose. Hugo loose. Hugo loose. Hugo loose. Oh shit! You see what I'm saying? He's good. He's good. I went to Mexico City, and I promise you can't speak no English out there. Oh no! I know. I know. I had to make sure I had everything right. You know what I mean? Like even if you say it a little wrong, they just look at you crazy. How dare you? Get out! They just need to step out. Damn it! How do you how do you say like screw or you know how do you how do you interpret that like you know I mean, they, translated? They just say screwed and chopped, you're chopped and screwed. Like, yeah. yeah, like you're thinking, oh hell yeah, he speaks English, <laughs> and then I was like, no, that's it, man, yeah. <laughs> screwed and chopped, that's yeah. it. How does how does that one person go? Okay, how does a person go from Houston, right? Mm-hmm. What is it, freestyling in, in middle school, and then end up in Mexico City? I'm telling you, like what? I yeah. like I, I, how did was that your first time in Mexico? Um, yeah, it was my first time going. And it's like to go perform. I don't even know what I would do. Uh, well, everybody told me not to. They're Why? Like, don't go. It's dangerous. Oh, Mexico's crazy You're right crazy. now. Don't, oh, that's don't. true. Yeah, like everybody tried to talk me out of it. But yeah. I was like, nah, this is a once in a lifetime. Like, right. You know, Mexico City, I've never been. Like, I've always wanted to go. So I ended up going. You know, I didn't listen to nobody. I went. And it was the exact opposite of everything they were saying. You know, mm-hmm. it, was, it was all love out there. Like, I didn't feel unsafe at any time yeah. um you know it's, it's pretty secure out there there's a lot of cops out there too yeah. and they stand on the streets make sure everybody's good like there's women walking around like older women walking around with like louis purses and yeah you know mink cokes and stuff downtown you know in the open it ain't nothing crazy yeah. going on like what you know people are trying to make it seem so then i didn't you know know what to expect as far as like who's gonna listen to my music out here you know, plus I don't rap in Spanish, like I was saying, right. you know, a little bit, but not too much. And the club was packed and, and they were singing my songs like word for word. Like, oh, crazy. That's all throwing up the H, like ah. in Mexico City, like crazy <laughs> rap. So, yeah, yes. it was cool. I had, I had a good time. It was a good show. Um, and then I ended up going back like a couple of times after that and oh, did, yeah. did a couple of things. But, um, 
the first time I went, it was um, it was with the homie Fat Tony. So mm. Fat Tony was doing a monthly um, residency out there, and he was throwing a show. So I was, uh, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, I think I was one of the first artists that he brought out there to um, do the the club function yeah. with him. And uh, yeah, it was cool. We ended up going to the pyramids, and me and Fat Tony shot a video on top of the oh pyramid. Oh my god! Yeah, we 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 dropped that and. Um, and we recorded out there in the studio. Like, it was a dope That's studio awesome. out there. Yeah, it was tight. So, How is yeah. it going up those pyramids? It's hard. It's How, hard. Like, it always what? seems like when I look at it in photos, I'm like, damn, that's going to be like three hours what of my life shoes? trying to go up. It's hard. <laughs> what like, shoes did you we wear? We had to stop like halfway <laughs> going up because it's, it's, it's not what you think. It ain't like regular stairs, like walking up the stairs. Like these steps that were built like that long ago, they're like maybe like this wide like you can't step your foot on there oh on i've heard that so it's like about four like inches or so sideways. oh no and then like then the next step is like real high up so they're short and then they're high so you're going up short high steps Mm-mm. and then there's no there's like a rope that they they installed oh, to shit. help you now <laughs> but like back in the day like i could imagine how many people fell down that shit like trying to climb up walk up it this guy's like i'm gonna go tell i'm gonna go tell the lead or something literally like side to side step our feet all the oh, way up no, and kind of the pole. we stopped halfway and then we're like, no, nah, we got to go to the top. That's so scary. we got to the top and then you climb, you go up this little thing and you're like at the very, very top. Hell no. And everybody, once you get to the top, everybody puts their hands up. It's like a thing. Like yeah, everybody at the top of the roller coaster. And like, you know, just, I don't know. Some, yeah, just taking the moment. Yeah, taking the moment. They try on top of the pyramid and uh, it was dope. You know, we shot, we ended up shit. shooting the video on the top and like walking around the pyramid on the top we shot the video and dropped it and you know it was crazy and they don't have like any railings or anything up there like no, oh hell oh, i no. think now um they just re- they just installed some railings now because uh some people were trying to like uh, uh-huh. like just go uh, scale it like on the side oh, up and hell down no. when we were there some guy like just started running up on the side Dang. instead of going up the steps like he was climbing up the side just trying to make it up the top so um, I think now they got like a protective railing, so you can't do that stuff. Mm-mm, mm-mm. They should have a. They should install a slide on it, so once you get up, then you just like slide. Hell no, right? you'd be shooting out in the the jungle oh, or something. Maybe slide into like yeah. a pit of foam or something. I mean, I ain't know? gonna lie. There was people like passing out and like having to oh, stop and like pour goodness. water in themselves. Like older people that mm-hmm. you know they don't know what they were expecting. I didn't know either, and and that shit was hard for me. And you know I'm pretty slim, and I could you know I could make it, you know. And you're seeing like Willa out there. Yeah, <laughs> it's just too scary. Yeah, yeah, that's too scary for me. Yeah, so I don't know. And I gotta fear heights <laughs> and tumbling to my death. I mean, I don't want to do that. Yeah. That's a legitimate fear. I I did really go to the Grand Canyon once, and it was I can't compare it to the pyramids in Mexico, but nonetheless, you know, it was pretty high up. And I remember looking over, and I was like, yeah. <laughs> like it's it's scary. Yeah, some somebody like fell off recently the Grand Canyon, like trying to take a selfie. You see what happens? Yeah. Trying to look cute on IG, and then bam, cloud chasing. Um, it's, I'm saying, yeah. like, you see, you see, you see that? You can't, people are always like, you should travel. You mean die? Because that's what's gonna happen. That's what's gonna happen. I'm assuming you don't. Have, you have zero fear of flying and all that oh, stuff. Oh man, my first time getting on a plane, I was, I was scared. I was sick. Oh I was no, sweating. Dang. I was nervous. Like. It, it, it was it was it was it was a horrible experience but after that i like it was going incoming both ways like i was like, shook because it was my first time but then like 
after going, you know, yeah. a couple more times, it like still, you know, it eased me out a little bit. But now, I mean, I'm good. I'm used to it, but right. I still have that little like, you know, I'll be nervous just a little bit. Yeah. Or sometimes it'll be some hard turbulence and be like, oh shit, like uh-uh. ready to hurry up and land. So. <laughs> Did you ever watch that show Lost? Yeah. Okay, this is why I'm going planes. Yeah. He knows. Yeah. He knows. Yeah, I try not to fly over long. <laughs> Don't go over water. Ocean. Yeah, big Don't ocean. go to Hawaii <laughs> or Australia. Yeah. If you ever watch Lost, y'all know what I'm talking about. Okay, <laughs> just stay away. Stay away yeah. from all that. Yeah. I mean, it's just it's just not right. Yeah, that's it's a why, bus in the sky. That's a long flight. It's a big ass bus <laughs> hanging in the sky, yeah. 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 And there ain't no strings attaching oh. it. Nobody's. You know what I'm saying? Like it's just. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It's a, Oh yeah, I had to, I had to have a moment. Like, no, I'm on the plane thinking all these things. See, like, now, now I put fear in him. You know I'm like, you know, and I'm like, I'm already up here. Like, what, what, what can I do? Like, all you can do is go down. That's about as far yeah. as it goes. Shit, I hope nobody's listening to us while they're on a the plane. Like, oh man, I've been trying to catch up on Hugh Snish. Let me get on this plane ride and put it on. Oh shit, I messed up. It's okay. Whoever's listening, if you are on a plane currently, you better ask the stewardess. That's what they're called, right? Yeah, yeah. the stewardess for. A whiskey and coke. Mm, just oh, throw, wait, that, wait. throw that fucking coke out. <laughs> I remember when we were coming back from Florida, and I was like, I can't do this. And my husband's like, what? Like, you, we, we already came to this yeah, place. Yeah. Like, you've been in the plane before. Yeah. And I'm like, it doesn't make any difference. Like, yeah. I could die on the way back. Yeah. Like, I just call my mom. Hey, mom, we're going to be back. I'll go pick up the dogs and whatever. Never came back. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Oh, my God. I was scared. Like, yeah. I got in my head. Yeah. I really got in my head. I mean, they say that you're more likely to get in a car accident than, you know, anything happening on a plane. But I don't I feel safer in the car. I, and I drive crazy, too. There you, you know? go. Because yeah. you're in control. I think it's a control thing. Yeah. Like, if I want to die, I could go right now off this bridge. But yeah. I choose not to. And the pilot is in control. The pilot, that's the yeah, you just riding. Yeah. But it's the same thing, like you riding in somebody's car. Like if somebody's driving fast, like I, I, I feel weird. You know right. What I mean? like, you grab that oh shit bar, that yeah, little handle. Exactly. Like, oh. like I rather feel, I feel comfortable with me driving. You yeah. know what I mean? But, See, uh, more goals for you. Yeah. You need to you need to be a captain on your own jet. Yeah. <laughs> Next time you go to a show, you fly. They, the they should have like parachutes for everybody. Damn. Hey. They give you the little seat, the little thing you throw on, and you pull it. And oh it yeah! Like, what is that going to do? You watch us. He knows. That's if you make nothing. it. That's if you make it after you crash in the water. Exactly. And you still make it to float. Thank you. But it's like I don't even want to touch the water. I don't want to be in the water floating. I want a parachute. I want to <laughs> be able to land on my feet and right. You know, walk away dry. Yeah, you see what I'm saying? He feels. Yeah. You see, we're vibing. He knows what I'm talking about. He knows what I'm talking about. So yeah, the, when we were on that plane, I didn't. Mm-mm. I didn't ask Sam asked for a Sprite and a, and a Coke a Sprite and a vodka man I chugged two Tito's I was like <laughs> and I was like I'm fine I'm fine I was, I was fine I was Where's fine my parachute shit but I like that and so, you know what Brando's uh, parachutes Brandom Brandom mm-hmm. <laughs> right you see what I'm saying yeah, screwed up S-A-S-A. Yeah. oh you see what I'm saying on the parachute I'm sorry now I'm already marketing in my head go ahead I can, go see, ahead. I can yeah. see that go ahead um, if you didn't have the uh, fear of flying or not fear I mean but you know the reservations I guess about it um, where would be in the entire world your um, you know your number one spot that you'd want to uh, perform or you know mm, that's a good question I want to go to Europe yeah I want to do like a European tour Screwed up essay across the pond, you know? <laughs> Japan? Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, Japan's definitely on my on my to-do list. I like, love the visuals of that because uh, they, they're they into everything over there. Oh, they're into everything. Yes. Well, I'll be in Tokyo. There you go. 
see, I'm helping him out. Trying to get that nigga that head. Chicano, uh, what is that? The, the lowrider culture and stuff. Oh yeah, over there? it's big out there. Yeah, big, big time. I, I just seen a big documentary. Like they love Mexicans out there. We oh, I need to go. Too, oh, man. I gotta go to Japan. Yeah, yeah I just, well, my, There's a my whole new project. Culture. I just got. I got a single called Tokyo, Mexico. Oh, but I named it. it like Tokyo is a city in Mexico, like like Houston, Texas. Oh, yeah. Tokyo, oh, I like that. So, like, yeah, we we shot the video like a couple weeks ago, and uh, we're about to get it ready to release it. But it's like on some like Japan and Mexican vibes, like yeah, badass. Dope. Yeah. I remember one of the World Cups was held in in Japan. I don't know. I think I was in high school or middle school when that happened. They would definitely like your hat. He's wearing a Holden hat with some uh, elbows on mm-hmm. the side. Mm-hmm. What? Huh? What? <laughs> <laughs> no, they love the culture out there, like definitely. Like they, they love the Texas culture, the Houston culture, the slab culture, the screw culture. Like they love the culture out here, and which is the same as like Cali. Like they love the Cali culture, low riders and you know, dickies and button up shirts and stuff what? like that. I've gotta like, show you that documentary. Yeah, it's on YouTube. It's crazy. There's it's... a there's a guy out there, um, and he has a store and his whole store is just stuff like that and people come in there every day and buy Man. it. All. I would be a hot ticket item over there in Japan. Mm-hmm. You? You say you or that? I, I said me specifically. Oh. <laughs> I mean, I look pretty Mexican. I mean, I am Mexican. Yeah, no, they mm-hmm. love the Mexican. Dang, folks. I gotta go over there, man. Yeah. yeah, so yeah, I gotta get out there too and, you know, do some stuff out there. And you could also hike, since you hiked in Mexico City, Mount Kilimanjaro. Mm-hmm. Wait, is that in Japan? I don't know. Shit. I might have named a mountain in Africa. <laughs> but, well, you know. Just delete that. It's fine. Nobody cares. <laughs> Nobody cares. So you said you were uh, recording a, a music video, right? Yeah. How? Walk us through that because I just can't even like, I mean, I'm in a studio. Like, I don't even know about like performing and I, how do you put your mind into that place where you're like, okay, I'm going to record a video right now. Well, I just basically like I, I first of all I got to pick out whatever track I'm gonna do. Yeah, and that's kind of a hard process because I got to sit down and listen to the whole album over and over, and just kind of figure like, okay. And not only that, I got when I listen to it and I do pick one out, does it say anything like, oh, I'm over here, where I got to be in a whole different city doing yeah. it, or you know, the location got to be right. Um, we got to see if we need you know actors or whatever we write like a whole treatment to you know see what the video is going to be about and stuff like that scene by scene uh location one location two location three where we're going to be stuff like that so that's pretty much what we do and then we just um you know just go out and shoot and you know we try to find the, the dopest locations around the city I like to showcase a lot of like Houston culture, like all the landmarks. I, I show a lot of uh, Houston graffiti. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I show love to all the graffiti artists. Um, oh yeah, we saw you out at, uh, at the Ham. You're out out there uh, taking pictures yeah, for that big Houston, hey, Texas mural. Shout out mural. to the homie Daniel, man. He's he's over there at the Ham holding it down and um, you know doing his thing. And you know, I got love for everybody. You know, shout out to Be Someone. You know, I rock with him hard. We got some stuff coming and. Um, you know, all that is like elements of hip hop, you know, graffiti, b-boying, emceeing, um, all that. So, you know, I, cars. So I, I try to just incorporate all that in my music, just being from Houston, try to show everything, show love to everybody, no matter where you're from, what you rep, what you drive, what you are about, you know what I'm saying? Just kind of rep for everybody as a whole. So, yeah. What are some of the places that you like to just personally go to and hang out in, in Houston? Um... Man, I'm in the studio a lot. I'm in the studio a lot, like almost every day. Um, there's not really like 
places that I just go hang out at. Like I'm in really just in a lot of studios. Um, I guess think I maybe like, if you think back to whenever you could before you were <laughs> recording all the time. <laughs> I mean, I just, you know I like to go out and try different restaurants. You know, whatever is you know good out there. Um, and then I like to you know even homie, I got a couple of homies that own businesses and stuff. I go out there and support them and stuff, and you know. Um, try to hit up different music stores, different clothing stores, get my merchandise in them and stuff. Like it's it's mainly business all the time when I'm around doing mm-hmm. stuff like that. So, what's one of the stores that you, that you go to? Uh, I probably don't know about it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I, I go to the Screw Shop a lot. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like the Screw Screw Shop is I've been going since like the original Screw Shop. Like I helped them put the studio together in the original Screw Shop and everything. So. Um, you know, they're one of the last standing independent record stores left in Houston or in Texas, really. Mm-hmm. And there's still people going in there every day buying DJ screw tape CDs, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, it's, uh, screwed up click shirts and, you know, supporting them, you know what I mean? They're still open, doors open right now. You can go buy whatever you want. So, um, gotta show love to them, you know what I'm saying? That's the whole foundation. Um, but, you know, just also other stores like, I know people that own, you know, a couple smoke shops, a couple, um, you know, other car washes, you know, shout out to my homie. I just came from my, uh, he, my homie owns a car wash in uh, Midtown called mm-hmm. Aqua. And, uh, he always takes care of me every time I, I go over there and, you know, real cool, supports the music. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's always behind me anytime I, you know, um, have a show or whatever, he's there like in the crowd, you That's know, supporting awesome. and stuff. So. You know, it's all about supporting each other and stuff. I like that because I find that that often you hear people say, oh, that's awesome that you're doing such and such thing, you know, blank. And when they're like, oh, awesome. So you support me. Cool. I'm going to have a show next week. Yeah, and you're like, yeah. where are you at, though? Like, yeah, there's nobody yeah, here. Yeah. Like, oh, what happened yeah, to supporting yeah, me? But like, No, exactly. And like, I was on stage. The first time it happened, I, I had a show at the warehouse. I invited them, whatever. I was on stage. And then I see them in the crowd. Like, like yeah. Well, I said, rocking. I jumped off the stage. I told them what's up. Like, in the middle of me performing yeah. and everything. And like, it's cool. You know what I'm saying? It, it's Those are the type of people you need to surround yourself with. Oh, so. most definitely. Yeah. 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 Have you have you ever experienced that like personally in the in the negative sense where somebody was like, oh yeah, I'm all about you and I'm gonna make sure that I go to your shows and you yeah. and you're like, oh, dang, oh, they, I've been a of those. yeah, yeah, like so many people like trying to just sell dreams, mm. and to say, oh we're gonna do this and I can do that and sign you here and do that. Like I don't heard it all, you know, what yeah. I mean, I don't heard it all. So, um, but I know I know a fast talker when I hear one. Mm. I'm in the slow lane, you know what I mean? I'm not trying right. to hear all that. So. <laughs> How do you deal with that kind of like disappointment? Is it like you said now you already know how to how it goes? So it yeah, doesn't really. I mean, you just learn like you know, exactly from disappointment, mm-hmm. like lesson learned. Like you you go into something and and somebody tells you something, you know, you're excited about it, and then you go in figuring out it either is a whole different situation or it don't happen at all, and you just like figure out that that person was just bullshit, and like a lot of yeah. people just want to be around you just to be around you, say they're around you, like stuff like that. So. You got to make sure you got to keep them people away. Yeah. And right now I got a nice little team around me of, you know, photographers, people that help me when I go on the road, stuff like that. So, um, you know, everything's working out pretty good right now. It's cool. It's all about your team and the people you surround yourself yeah, with. Exactly. Huh? Definitely. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah. And like you said, lessons learned too from when it doesn't work out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And a lot of people were scared to like, I guess a failure, you know what I mean? But right. you can't ever be scared of failure because that's where you learn, you know right. what I mean? Like yeah. I felt plenty of times like thinking 
this would work and it didn't. So I had to go this other route. But if I never tried that to where I felt I wouldn't have known to take this route. And, you know, that took me this place, you know what right. I mean? So, um, yeah, you can't ever be scared to fail or try something new or do something different right. or whatever. So, I mean, that's that's how I see it. Just got to keep pushing. Yeah, definitely. So thinking about that, too, like the fact that, you know, like you said, young artists, you're learning all these things. At what point did you feel or maybe you started off that way where you had a sense of worth where you were like, I I deserve to be paid such and such amount? Like, you know, I'm giving you my time, Mm -hmm. you know, I'm performing for you. Yeah. Did that start at the beginning for you where you're like, okay, I deserve to be paid this much. I deserve this. Or did that kind of grow as you kept growing yourself as an artist i mean i think at first i just like i was putting out my own music with it it was just me only so like i would get on there and then i I felt like i knew i couldn't i couldn't i wasn't known enough to tell people hey you have to pay me to rap rap on your song or whatever but i knew if i kept putting out my own stuff and created a little buzz to where people started hearing my names they'll Mm -hmm. start asking Hey, right. who's that dude? You know what I mean? What? How much does he charge or whatever? So that's pretty much what I did. I just kept putting out mixtapes. Um, and then eventually they started calling, like, or hitting me up. Hey, what's up? How much for a feature? How mm-hmm. much for this? How much for that? And, you know, I, I would start, I started off low. Like, I didn't even ask for much, maybe like a hundred dollars or two hundred dollars, something like that. And, you know, now I get thousands of dollars for a feature, you know yeah. what I mean? So. But it's, it's, it was the point of me building myself up, building my name up, building my right. brand up. And and I seen something on Instagram the other day. It takes something like um, just because it takes me 10 minutes to do something, that's not what you're paying for. You're paying for my 10 years of experience. That yes. That it cost me to learn how to do this in 10 yes. minutes. You know what I mean? Snaps which is that, Yeah, man. which is how I feel. Like, Definitely. Like I could, I could come in and I could rap a verse for you real quick and record it, but... Or I could come do a show for you real quick, but you don't understand these past 10, 15 years, everything that I've been through, everything that led up to this point, you know, to where you could book me at your club and I come and I pack your club out. You know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. most definitely. Yeah, I love that. I love that. That speaks volumes. Yeah, Yeah, definitely. It does. It does. Because it was always hard for me to put it in words. But when I seen it, I was like, yeah, that's pretty much. I'm about to print that out and put it on my board. Definitely. Definitely. Because a lot of people will be like. Even these days, like, they'll call me, hey, well, you know, how much for a verse or how much for a show? I give them a price. Oh, well, you can't do it for this. Or, oh, well, so-and-so did it for this price. And mm. I'm like, well, I'm not them, first of all. You know what I right. mean? And, and no, that I'm not. it's not negotiable. Like, right. I'll work with you a little bit, but I'm, I'm not going to sell myself short to do you a favor. You exactly. Because I mean? it took me a lot traveling you know, long studio times, long days, longer nights, like going through a lot to, to, you know, make all this happen. So, right. yeah, they got to understand that. Yeah. Yeah. So I think, I think that that's like from listening to you, it's like, you have to stay humble at first, like make mm-hmm. sure that you pay your dues, yeah. but you, like, you just kind of have to kind of feel it out, I guess, and say, okay, you know what, at this point, you know, like you said, you're paying for all of my effort, mm-hmm. all this time, yeah. regardless of what it is that I'm yeah. doing. I like that. Yeah. yeah. I like that for yeah. anybody trying to start a business or, try to you know artists like you gotta you gotta pay your dues but definitely remember Mm -hmm. your worth you know definitely hell yeah i love that so would you you call yourself self-made or what do you uh i mean i just really say i did it independently you know what i mean like i mean that's what it was you know what i mean i never i never have been signed to any labels and had no oh hey we'll give you this much money to put out all the stuff like i just always had to do it myself for 
how to meet the people to you know that know how to do it and help me do it or whatever so yeah. and i'd imagine the business side of it too is a whole nother oh yeah that's a whole nother thing, thing to learn. And, and really that's like why a lot of these rappers that are, are aspiring artists or whatever try to they can't make it and they're just because they think just because they could rap good or just because they could whatever and they could go in the studio and rap like that's not even that's the last you know what i'm saying yeah, right. have some, La- like some you gotta power. know the whole business <laughs> yeah. of how to run on an everyday basis mm-hmm. you know what i mean because i don't have a job where i wake up i got to be there at eight get off at five and that's it like it's really a 24 7 business and and you know it's a lot of work a lot of work to keep it all going especially man like i manage myself so it's even harder like just trying to do it and then also like like if i if we don't come to an agreement or whatever like if i have a manager speaking on my behalf they don't come to agreement on some you know it's cool whatever but like if we don't come to agreement it's it's like because it's me directly it's different then it's like you don't have that buffer of a middleman yeah Yeah. you know what i mean like so it's hard for me like i still got to be the nice guy i still got to try to you know be cool but at the same time like i can't let them play me you know what i mean so yeah i've it's interesting too i was thinking about um something that i've talked about before is that i know whenever we do um I don't want to say we do events, but the couple of things that we've been to, I, I feel like it's difficult because I'm sure there are days for you when you're just not feeling it. Like yeah. you don't want to be at a place, but you have to keep that face on like, hey, how's it going? Yeah. Nice to meet you. I mean, is that difficult for you? Or like you said, it is a business. You find yourself just saying, you know what? I'm at work right now. I got to yeah. just keep going. I mean, going. It, it's, it's hard sometimes, you know what I mean? Like having to perform, like say if I did, I wasn't in the mood or something yeah. happened, you know what I'm saying? Like, and I just wasn't feeling it. But, um. I mean, I don't know. I just sometimes when I just I get up there and then I start performing, I really like feed off the crowd. So like if the crowd is giving me a lot of energy, then it like it, it gives me energy. You know what I mean? And yeah. It starts helping me, you know, like perform better, calms me down. And, you know, then I start just, you know, feeding off the crowd. We're feeding off each other and having right. a good time and stuff like that. And it'll just like leave my mind for that 25, 30 minutes or whatever I'm performing on stage. So, I mean, as long as I could just. You know, I suck it up, get on stage and and give them, you know what I mean? Because these people paid hard earned money to come see me perform. Mm-hmm. So I can't come up there. I can't be an asshole. Yeah. I can't be like I got to, you know, like I've I've been to a show and I seen the artists who went on before me. Um, and he the, as soon as he got on the stage, the first thing he told the whole crowd, they were, you, you could see the crowd was excited. You know, this yeah. is this is a major artist like. And um, he's well known and he went on the stage and he, he tells the whole crowd, he says, I'm going to let y'all know right now. Don't ask me for no pictures or no autographs because oh, I ain't shit. doing that. I ain't taking no pictures. I ain't signing no autographs. And then he tells the DJ to like drop the music so he can start <laughs> hit performing. It. <laughs> exactly. It was God just damn. like that. And like me being like, I was kind of like on the side, like watching it. I was excited to see it, too, because, you know, I'm, I was like a fan right. of this artist. And when I seen him do the crowd like that, I seen like the look on people's faces. Like it, it, it like some of them tore him up. Like a lot of them left. They Damn. just turned around and left. But some stayed and, you know, rock with him or whatever. And I was like, damn, I don't ever want to do my crowd like that. Like that's horrible. Like how it's could you be up. that artist? And then when he got off the stage, he went and sat down and he got two, two cops that were there at the club and he, he sat down like Sam sitting right here. And he made the two cops stand right here oh, so God. nobody could talk to him or anything. You know no, what I mean? What? So That's messed up. Yeah. And I was like, man, that's crazy. Because I try to like, I try to take every picture. I try to, 
even if I'm in a rush or I'm walking out, walking in, whatever, I try to stop real quick. Yeah, yeah, come on real quick. Let's do it. Like, cause I know how that feels. Like, I know there's, there's people that I look up to and I'm like, man, I want to get a pick with them. You know what I mean? I never know when I see them again. So right. that's how I look at it. Like, man, this person, me and this person might never, ever cross paths in life ever again. So I got to take this two, three, four, five, even if it takes 10, a minute, whatever, for them to get their phone. Sometimes like they're nervous, they're shaking. Like, like what's my password? They're trying to t- yeah, they can or like they're trying to take it and they're shaking Aww. so bad. The picture keeps coming out blurry and I'm like, yo, let me get it for you real quick Aww. or something. Like, just because I know, you know, I know how it right. feels, you know what I mean? And, and, and a lot of people have appreciated that, you know what I mean? They'll come back. Like I'll see a lot of comeback, you know, fangs that come back and they'll show up. When I'm in a certain city, it'll be like the same people that keep coming back. Right. Because, it, you know, I show them love. So they they like, man, you know, and. Uh, That's the way it should yeah. be. Man. Yeah, I'm yep. sure. Yep. And I've seen artists like. Nah, $20 a picture or, you know, whatever, you know, whatever. Right. And, and I mean, I've seen people pay it, but I don't know. That's not me. You know what I mean? I can't do that. So yeah. Just shit, buy my shirt. If you don't give me $20, buy my shirt. I paid a whole I mean? lot of damn money for this. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's how I see stuff. I'm like, the picture is free. Right. You know what I mean, like, yeah. I mean, especially free. if it's all love, too. You know, yeah. they're there to support oh, you. Oh, no, it's always love. And it's a lot of families, too. Yeah. There's families that go from the little kid that loves the music to the mom and dad. Yeah. You know what I mean? It holds the baby. You know what I mean? Oh, oh, damn. So, I mean, I've done that, too. I feel yeah, like that's everything. when you made it. Hold my baby. Yeah. <laughs> I hold your baby like You want to take a picture? <laughs> Crazy. Like that, that to me, I mean, I assume it's, it's an amazing feeling too, from going on stage and you're just doing your thing. You're in the element, you're in your element. That's, that's what you're here for. And then to get off stage and then have all those people praise you and be like, man, that was awesome. I don't know if they say that, but (laughs) that was awesome. But it's, is it, I'm assuming that's what kind of keeps you going, keeps you motivated. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah, That's definitely what keeps me going. So yeah, that's why I got to keep doing it. And especially like, I just came back from Dallas and I did a couple other cities and and when I go, I never know what I'm going into. You know what I mean? Like, I expect, you know, it to be cool, but I never know when I go, what I'm getting into. And it ended up, like, being a good weekend, linking up with people and all that. So that's just, like, I come back on a positive note, ready to move on to whatever is next. You know what I mean? So, right. Yeah. I love it. Um, do you have anywhere that you remember here in Houston performing uh, throughout your entire uh, career that was memorable, like, location-wise? or? I mean, probably, like, I would say first, maybe like the Warehouse Live, because that's always like, it's like a legendary place that mm-hmm. people have came to record. And I've been there plenty of times in the crowd, like watching big artists perform. So I'm, I always wanted to be on the stage. So I did, you know, Warehouse Live and then I did House of Blues, which was crazy. You know, oh, I did that dang. too. And, um, and they're like real strict, super strict over there, like no smoking, no nothing. It's like Warehouse Live is a little bit more relaxed, you know, hood mm-hmm. with it. And over there is a little bit more crazy. Um, and then we did, um, I would say another one was we did a House of Blues in Dallas on a Wednesday night and we sold it out. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, me and my homies from out there. Um, and, and that was crazy, too. That was another one. But also, like I said, when I went to Mexico and, and I didn't expect it to be what it was and it was packed and they knew the song, the words word for word, like. Yeah, God, that feels so good. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. So um, that and then like I do a lot of big car shows like the Dove shows, the Lowrider show, the Los Magnifico show, Forgiato show, all those. And those are always like big crowds. So it's always um, 
like I always look at it as a challenge. Like, man, let me see if I can rock all these people. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like how, and it'll be crazy because I go on stage and like, you'll know, you'll see the ones that know me. Like they know. And then you'll see the crowd slowly like start bobbing their heads. And then by the end of the show, they're going crazy. You know what I, I mean? Know, so, man. yeah. So it's crazy. You know, sometimes it's not that way. You know, sometimes it'll be a tough crowd, but. Um, the majority of the time, like I, I, now I learn how to work with the crowd. Yeah. You know, a lot of people, artists don't know that too. They just go up there and just rap and they'll rap stand the corner just like from beginning to end. <laughs> and you know, they won't even look at the crowd. They won't look that way or down or whatever. And, and, and you got to really like, it's your stage presence is real important. Cause like I yeah. said, you'll feed off the crowd. Like, and, and the, the better show you give them, the better they'll interact and have fun and, you know, make it a good time for everybody. So that must be I, that must, I, for lack of a better term, suck whenever you see people outside in the crowd. and They're just like on their phones and you're like, damn it. But I've seen like dudes, like the hardest dudes, like just looking like mad hard. Yeah. And they're just there. They don't want to rock. They don't nothing. So I'll purposely go either rap in front of them or I'll jump off the stage and like right yeah. there. And as soon as i'll get right there they'll hope they'll break like their eyes will light yeah. up they want to touch me shake their hand and all that <laughs> yeah. so i know like they're feeling the shit right. but they're just trying to be cool or whatever yeah. in the club you know i understand secretly it. they're like recording omg yeah so <laughs> it, it's i mean it's cool i understand you yeah. know people trying to be cool but I, I really like when the crowd is fun and you know rock into this shit like i always try to jump into the crowd and rock with them you know what i mean let them touch me let them feel me like like they don't have to. We don't have to be separated between right. five five feet of barricade. Or they ever whatever. get too grabby though. Um, I mean, sometimes like it'll it'll get crazy. Like they'll have to pull me out and put me back on the stage. I'll be scared. I'll be like, oh my god, everybody get your hands off me. <laughs> <laughs> That's why performing is not for me. I'll be like, oh yeah. my god, what are you doing? Yeah, <laughs> like, but I, I mean, I'm pretty tall. Uh, I'm not. I'm not saying I'm. I got a lot of weight on me, but I'm. I'm tall enough to like if they try to like try to like I'll use my tall and their yeah. weight to you know kind of push my push them off me or just kind of. You know, like yo, back up, you know, yeah. real quick, and then you know that they they know they know nobody's ever really got no nothing crazy, yeah, you know, done nothing crazy. <laughs> I always think of like the Selena movie where they start to, they're Monterey and like she has to get off stage because it gets too crazy, oh, yeah, yeah. and she's like shit, yeah. <laughs> but she doesn't say that. Selena doesn't yell shit, but yeah. <laughs> I mean, I imagine her and she was like fuck, uh-huh. yeah. <laughs> like uh, Selena, she, <laughs> she was doing her thing. I know. Those type of crowds, like I'm that's how crazy you. they were yeah. about her. Like they were, it was that it would get Damn, that big. Man. I get all sad every time I think about oh, it. I got myself so sad. Yeah. Oh shit! Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, um, tell us something, or not not just us, but tell uh, us and your fans mm-hmm. uh, something that they may not know about you. Hmm. I mean, a lot of people like I just dropped a new music video and I'm driving in a Honda Civic and everybody's like, "What the hell?" I'm like, <laughs> but it's like, I mean, I I got a rep for people that drive Hondas. I got a rep for people that drive Lacks. I got a rep for people that drive trucks. I got a people that drive motorcycles. Like, I rep for everybody. Or a Honda city. Fit. <laughs> no matter what you drive, I want you to jam my shit. I want you. I want to make something for you to feel when you're cruising. You know, yeah. no matter what you're driving in, like that moped. I done had all kind of cars. That skateboard. You know what I mean? Like I know. Houston's known for the slab culture and you know I, I did a lot of that but it's like 
you got a rep for everybody. It's more diverse. It's too diverse out here in this city. You this city I mean? is so, everything. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to touch everybody out here. So thanks for saying trucks, man. Yeah, yeah no, all it, right. It's, it's a whole culture. It's a whole culture. And that's what I'm saying. Like everybody, like, the paleta man, <laughs> lowriders, all everything. Like, yeah, you can't just say you can't come to Texas and just say slab. Like I feel it. That's what we're known for. The swingers and all that, but. It's it's a lot of different other scenes out here, you know. Or much mean? more so, than one thing. Yeah, and a lot of people were commenting like, "Oh, I didn't know," or like, "What are you doing in the Honda?" Or I didn't know you like the Honda, whatever. But it's like, yo, you got to take it back to where you came from. You know what I'm saying? This is for everybody. Like, this is where it all started. Like, I didn't just start off in this fifty thousand dollar lack on swingers. Like, come on, y'all crazy? Like, <laughs> yeah. you know, I built this cut, this other car. I had this. Uh, this was my first car. This is my second car. Like, I've had all kind of different cars, from cars to trucks to motorcycles. I didn't drove it all. You know what I mean? So you should really uh, flip people out next time. I to like kind of like make them flip out and show up on like on a skateboard. Like you just start skateboarding onto the stage and be yeah. like, "What's up, guys?" Yeah. <laughs> and just like the skateboard just kind of takes off, and you're like, "All right," and you just start going. Yeah. <laughs> Just saying. Hey, no, I feel you. This, this, that's, a, that's a whole nother. That's a lot of money in skateboarding. I'm too. telling you. Tony Hawk is, is paid right now. Man. You know what I'm saying? So that's a whole nother. Nah, I mean, you got I'm some glad, screwed up SA uh, nah, skateboards yeah, right now? I'm glad you threw that in there because shit, that's a whole nother crowd that we can right? touch. You know what I'm saying? The skateboarders. Yeah. <laughs> Skateboarding life. Yeah, I got a lot of homies that skate. So, shit. Yeah, they might have a caddy in that garage, but when they feel like just getting away from the fam, they're like, give me that skateboard. Yeah. I'm telling you. Yeah. Put them AirPods in and you're in a whole nother the world yeah. that's what i'm saying but my, yeah. see my whole new project the new project it was like themed to be like a japan um texas vibe mm-hmm. like the car culture which so I, we use the hondas we use like the imports like the fast and the furious type cars mm-hmm. we use them in the videos and use that as our concept for this project so that's why we we use that car for the video like everything is themed you know what i mean it got yeah. to go with the theme so it wouldn't have made sense for me to be rapping about this and riding in a car on swings. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, and that's that speaks also to, like you said, it's a business. Like it's exactly. you're not and just showing up to know. be right. Yeah, that, they don't understand right. that. Right. I don't then, understand that, and and a lot of people do, and a lot of people are like, I ain't gonna lie, like it it, it opened up a whole new fan base for me because a lot of people are now like new. I have a lot of new followers mm-hmm. and all that. Like so. I mean, it comes negative and positive. It both comes right. Negative, so you win, you lose. Yeah, you win, you lose. Whatever. But I mean, it's not going to stop me or discourage me. I just I'm gonna keep dropping it. You know what I mean? Right. And not everybody is gonna feel every song. It might not be for you, but the next one will, or the other one was. You know what I mean? So right, right on. That's what I was saying earlier when you were like, you know, those ten minutes or whatever that you see somebody, but you don't see all their effort yeah. and all the work. That is what I think of right away when I see people excelling. Or you know, one thing that that. It was, uh, I, I did a feature for this artist who was like, not really, you know, he wasn't known, just kind of starting off when yeah. he was thing. So, but he hit me up like legit, like on business. Hey, how much? Right. He didn't argue, you know, okay, that much. Okay, I got you. You know, I pull up, he pulled up with the beat, all that. So he ends up pulling up. I, I did him the song and, and that was it. I never seen him again. Yeah. And, uh, he said he ended up, well, we ended up connecting later on. Um, he was like, yo, I got a studio now. If you want to come, you know, check me out, whatever. So I go check him out at the studio and he had like a nice studio, everything set up, like everything legit. And I was like, yo, um, this is tight. You know, how'd you do all this? He was like, well, he said, remember when I paid you to do that song with me? I said, yeah. He goes, well, I put it on my, on the little project I was working on. Yeah. And he goes, I sold enough copies to buy me a car. Damn. So he ends up buying a car. 
and uh, he had he had the paper showing me. He's like, yeah, this is the car I bought. And he's like, and then uh, he said he did. He I don't know. He he uh, with the money that was coming in off the iTunes or whatever. That was that was just off the CD hard copy. So right. with the money that was coming in, um, I guess he invested it in the studio equipment, and and now he got the studio. And I was Damn. like, man, that's 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 what you're little... supposed to do. Right. You know what I mean? Like people will pay me for a verse and never put the shit out. You know what I mean? I can't tell you that shit makes me mad because I got to sit there. It takes my time. I write it down, all that. And there's verses that I have right now that are never going to come out. So mm, that sucks. That, I didn't think about sense. that. Yeah, yeah. And now they're like, oh, no, I'm not rapping no more. I work at, you know, whatever. You know like, what I mean? Like, can you sell me that? Like, can I have my shit yeah, back? Exactly. So, <laughs> I'd be like, damn, give me my stuff back then. Yeah, but he did exactly what you were supposed to do. Like, he right. he, he got he paid me the, for the feature. He put it in the CD, sold the shit, made his money back, you know, and bought him a car, bought, got him studio equipment, opened the studio, and now he's yeah. an engineer full time. Like, hell yeah, woke up all day recording people, and and he does. He just did my last two albums. You know what I Damn. mean? Damn, like, I'm so inspired. Yeah, See, that's what I'm. That's what I'm saying. That that's what we're talking about. That it's amazing to see people grow mm-hmm. you know like and like he was saying like that's what you're supposed to do like yeah. like, like when you have an idea yeah uh but see that shit through the right way because it right. paid off you right know what i mean a lot of people don't or they won't know the process or, or they just, won't keep doing the work. oh now i got this song what do i do with it you know let me put it on soundcloud like right right it's not gonna work like that yeah they're like know. cool i did it no yeah. you're barely starting <laughs> no yeah. you're barely starting yeah Wow, that's wild. I was just telling him, I was like, it would be awesome since Fourth of July is coming up. But they're like, hey, we want you to perform for the Fourth of July show. Uh, That'd be wild. And like fireworks are like going off. Well, I don't, they probably don't do it that way, but I don't know. I just imagine like fireworks. earlier because my homie that I was telling you with the car wash, it's like right there. Yeah. um, Is it that corner? That corner right there? Yeah, Yeah, Aqua? Yeah. 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 My homie owns that. No way. I'm always like, dang, those cars look clean. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Shit. Definitely, they're super clean. They look better than when they're brand new. I'm like, damn, they're shiny. Every time yeah, I won't buy them. I also don't see no Ford F-150s uh, oh, out no, there. They, they the, 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 <laughs> I never seen no 2001 no, F-150s. they do everything. They do everything. They do everything. And, and, and they're real cool. You know what I mean? Yeah. Shout out to those Aqua people, yeah, man. Are they them. getting ready to go down there on uh Yeah, they're getting Parkway? ready. So when I was exiting, I seen they were building the stage right there. And I was like, damn, that's, it, it was a nice setup. Yeah. Like, the way they're doing it, they're putting out all the tanks and all that stuff. So. Yeah. It would be dope to every what is that freedom over Texas? Freedom over yeah. Texas, or you know, or something big, yeah, you know, out here for Houston or whatever. So I'm putting it out there in the yeah, universe. Nah, it's out there, so they yeah they're gonna freedom over soon. Texas. <laughs> I love it. Now that's Houston, it that's yeah. Houston is right there, <laughs> man. <laughs> that boy T at freedom over Texas. Hey, let's make it happen. I like it yeah. with special guests. Loose the juice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> really? You just run out there with like some I music. Like, flexing. I just flexing. start flexing. Yeah. And I just start throwing juice boxes into the audience. Yes. Bam, hit people over the head. Like, catch. Yeah. Oh, you know what, though? Instead of those hard boxes, I would do those Capri Suns because they're nice, soft plastic. Oh, yeah. You see what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. I'm ready. Yeah, you're all ready. <laughs> and so just regular juice is like, you know, vodka. Oh. With, oh. Ju- with the juice. Oh, I like that. I you like know? that even better. I'm just saying. But Freedom Over Texas. I got it, man. <laughs> I got it. Boy, Willow can make the poster. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm already yeah. planning this oh, for yeah. you. Yeah, exactly. I'm putting out there in the verse. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. I love it. That would be amazing. Yeah. God. So many, so many things going on. But that uh, that kind of brings us to our segment. Uh, Yeah, it kind of does, actually. Uh, it is 4th of July week. Yeah, let's jump right in. Let's jump right in, man. And here's your weekly dose. 
All right. All right. So <laughs> I can still say it. And here's your weekly dose. Uh, speaking of that park, uh, Buffalo Bayou Park. Is that where it's held or Ellen Parkway? Eleanor Tinsley Park? Girl, you just said park about five times, and I'm know. already. I think it's Ellen. <laughs> I'm not sure. I know it's off Allen Parkway. Though. The way I see, it, the way I see it, if it's a Fourth of July, just follow the signs. Like you'll find it. Like literal, like literal signs, metaphorical signs. Like when you see the crowd walking that way, follow the crowd. Like you'll 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 get there. Well, the eventually. reason I'm bringing that up is because uh, it has something to do with our our history segment this week. Oh yes, yes, yes. Yeah, uh, Buffalo Bayou Park. Uh, actually, you can go ahead and. All right, this week for your Houston history, as I appropriately put my monocle, reads, Beach Boys performed July 4th in downtown at Buffalo Bayou Park in the year 2000. Bermuda, Bahama. Come on, pretty mama. Ow! 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 Sorry, I got to get carried away with that one. But it was who? The Beach Boys. The Beach Boys. Did you, uh, did you go to that one? Hell no. Oh, okay. I was there in spirit. You know how I'm about crowds? Oh. Plus, I grew up in the East End, man. Right there, I could go outside my house, and I don't have to... All those suckers <laughs> driving up there, you damn suckers! I know. Uh, what side of town are you from, Tony? East End. That's East what I'm talking yeah. about. Okay, I well to, then yeah, you know too. Okay, so I'm, I'm in Magnolia Park, right? Yeah. And all I gotta literally do is stand at that bridge, and bam, it's yeah. right there. Yeah. I don't have to worry about the crowds. Yeah, we, <laughs> Catch we, me we, in a little we, thing. Wake up, we walk outside in the skyline. Right it's there. right there. Yeah. That's why the prices have gone up. That's why I'm in the burbs now. That's what I'm saying. Like I couldn't stay. I couldn't afford to live over there on my salary. But yeah, um, Bermuda, Bahama. Come on, pretty mama. Hey, baby, que pasó? All of that shit. Beach Wait, Boys. Hey, baby, que pasó? So the reason why I have it in my head. That's not Beach Boys. I know it's not. <laughs> but wouldn't it be amazing, though, if the Beach Boys recorded that song? Well, yeah. Hey, baby, what? que pasó? <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? The remix. Yeah. <laughs> See, he knows. He knows what's up. I love that part where he says, I thought I was your only vato. <laughs> he always says it like he's kind of a little buzz, like vato. Sorry. <laughs> I don't even know where that came from. But what else is going on? <laughs> Obviously, Fourth of July, you know. Oh yeah. So uh, yeah, this this uh, episode drops on the third or the the third. We got a birthday in the house. Trade the truth. So happy birthday! And then, uh, all right. So I got a little bit of new stuff. Uh, weird junk happened here. Uh, so there was something in Par- Porter, Texas. Some dude. He was in like a shopping cart uh, in the middle of the freeway in forty uh, off of fifty nine. Why? Uh, shooting out a water gun. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> Sounds about right. I think somebody was like, um, here's the picture. <laughs> I love it. Shooting a water gun, a little water gun. Hold up, though. You cannot be playing with a toy gun on the freeway. You're going to get shot. Like, that's not smart. This dude, is he, he is on something, definitely. He, he had a he grand old like, time. He's having a good old time. But anyway. I was just important, too. I'm glad I ain't seen him. Mm, you man. Were- <laughs> Can you imagine you're driving back from a show? You're like, man, that was a great. What the hell is going on? Yeah. At least this dude was not at your show. <laughs> um, anyway, we'll put that on the. I'll put a little video up. Uh, how also. far away? Port, how far away is Porter from uh, here? It's about thirty minutes up uh, fifty nine. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's yeah. Kingwood. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. You. You. Uh, let's see. Something else happened. Very H town. Um, so we had a boxing match go down here in town. Did you know that? Oh, yeah. Shit, those happen in parking lots all over the place, girl. <laughs> <laughs> Boy Charlo. Yeah, dude. Uh, 
Jeremiah Charlo. Uh, he's a boxer from like Richmond and Avery oh, cool. area down there. Hey. Uh, he fought Brandon Adams and Brandon he, Adams. Yep, and he won. Hell's yeah. Yeah, yeah he beat his ass. Let's oh. say uh, <laughs> at NRG. <laughs> so that was pretty cool. And um, he walked out to Mo City Dawn. Yeah, that was the cool. That was the cool part. part. <laughs> yeah, it's all about Houston. Zero. Sorry, we didn't. Yeah, zero. Um, oh, thank you. Yes. <laughs> Is that who? <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> yeah, so that was super cool. It was all in our city. That's with badass. Our, you know, I hometown, love that. Hometown heroes. We'll call them. You gotta <laughs> represent where you're from. You gotta, right you gotta represent. Um, and then a little quick thing. Uh, this isn't really Houston history, but I mean, it's kind of like Texas. And I think they have a couple. I think they have some in New Mexico. Uh, Taco C. Taco Cabana. I was about to say, what the hell is Taco C? So random, but I want to let everybody know that on July 1st, they just started selling Jack and Dr. Pepper, uh, like slushies. Hold up, hold up. Jack and DP, do you ever drink Jack Jack and DP? Am I, am I, am my I shoulders are shaking. I'm alone in this. My shoulders are huh? shaking. Okay, wait. My shoulders are shaking. Oh, this is a happy this shake. This is a happy shake. Okay, <laughs> oh, Ruby, 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 our guest from last week knows this is a happy shake. <laughs> Ruby, shout out to Ruby. Um, what? Jack and DP slushies at Taco C, girl. That's what I'm talking about. Thank you, yeah. universe. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Because yeah. you know very well nobody goes to Taco Cabana for the Mexican. No, you go for the margaritas. You go for the cheap margaritas mm-hmm. and you get some chips. Mm-hmm. And you can't mess up chips. Mm-hmm. If you mess up Salsa and chips, something is horribly wrong with you. It is literally fried tortillas with a little bit of salt. Don't go crazy with the salt now. And you got some salsa. That's yep. the only reason people go to, what did, we, what did you call it, Taco C? Taco C. Taco yeah. no, because that place is disgusting. Well. Sorry, love as, you, Taco Cabana. Aside from the uh, the floats, love man. You. I mean, floats. So Slushies. Yes. Shit, you want to so, make it a root beer flow? Go for it too. So, FYI, go do that. Damn, I love that. Now, that's something worth noting. Yes, thank you. <laughs> and as far as the events are concerned, man, there's like a bajillion things going on. So, I'm I'm just going to literally refer our listeners to a website. <laughs> Yeah, has all the you do the things. work, man. We already like, did have to. We already brought you. There's like 500 things to do to do this weekend. Yeah. Um. So and and you know whatever you do while you're doing just, it, to listen to that time. boy T. That's all we're saying. Already. Yes. While you're while you're uh yeah. while you're planning out, you got <laughs> while you're while you're planning it out or not planning it out, you should put that music on all weekend. All weekend. All Fourth of July weekend. There you go. <laughs> Them fireworks just start going yeah. off. Bam, bam, bam. Maybe they'll sing to the song somehow. I I got it. Yeah. It's already playing in my head right now. Yeah. Like I said, I'm already at the park. I'm watching the skyline. Just that boy T just playing. I'm telling you, I already got it ready. <laughs> Love it. Um, the, the website to go to is not our website, but it's one that's pretty uh, thorough. We can lie and say it is. 365, the numbers, and then things to do in Houston.com. Sure. Very easy. Right. 365, three, things to do in Houston. And again, if you got a phone, which we all do, even children have them, Google. Google it. Google, Google it, y'all. We just bring you the best, the <laughs> worth, you know, the very much worth noting, which was Beach Boys. <laughs> And uh, Dr. Pepper and Coke. What was it, Jack? <laughs> Jack, yeah. I love that that was the two highlights. <laughs> Beach Boys and uh, Dr. Pepper. It. I love it. And Taco Cabana. Okay. On that note. On that note, on those notes. Like I said, whatever you do, make sure that you're listening to that boy T and uh, you're going to enjoy your 4th of July weekend. Right on. And let's uh, flip it back your way and uh, let our listeners know where they can find you. Uh, do you have anything coming up that you'd like to talk about or, uh, you know, or pick one because you have so many coming up. <laughs> pick, pick one or pick as many as you want. <laughs> like, uh, the floor my, is yours. Yeah, my album Slow Lane is out everywhere. You could get that produced by Ill Fated. Uh, then the follow-up project Hometown Boy, that's out on everything. You can check that out. 
Uh, my EP I just dropped called EM1. Check that out. It's on everything. Uh, new video dropping 4th of July, 7.13 p.m. on my YouTube. Subscribe. Thatboyt.com. ScrewedUpEssay.com. Yeah. All right. I love it. Well, sweet, sweet. Thank you so much for joining us. I feel, like, inspired. Yes. And educated on a lot of music stuff that I had no idea about. And you're ready to go on with this juice. I'm ready to go... From, I mean, <laughs> next time I come back, I want to see that refrigerator. We're going to have that. See, you see what I'm saying? He's putting me to work. Yeah. Keep it, keeping me honest. I got to have, and the next time he performs, I can see it, like I said. Yep. Freedom over Texas. Yeah. Loose the juice and that boy T, you got mm-hmm. it. I can see it in light. See it in lights already. Right. Love it. All right. Peace out, guys. Oh, actually, <laughs> I got it. What, what's wrong with me? I can't just say peace out. Uh, that's this week's episode of Houston Ish. Review us on iTunes, double tap our Instagram, and high five us on the streets. Until next time, goodbye. Farewell. Farewell. Peace out. Peace out.